This podcast is proudly brought to you by Lerato Agency and Lenala Beauty. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pat and Brands podcast with Pat and Boomy. <laughs> <laughs> hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pat and Brands podcast with myself, Unumpumelelo, and Pat. Boomy, I'm so excited today. I'm sure you are. So many things happen. Oh, <laughs> I'm on TV. Hey, look at that. I Looking had a live sharp. chat with uh, Kulichana. I saw even somebody was like, you guys need to look after his brand. He knows. <laughs> wow, show it. But, uh, but then again, we've got a very awesome guest today. Yeah, we do. This man, I was DMing him two years ago. Yeah. Never responded. Wow. Two years Five, later. Two years later, he's sitting here. Next to us. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we learn from that? Just keep knocking at the door. Keep knocking. Hey? And I mean, I think that's the true nature of entrepreneurs. Yeah. Taking no, not taking no for an answer. Yeah. 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 But I'm super glad that he's here finally. And I mean, look, he's an exciting gent. He's working on an exciting brand. Yeah. And he's doing some exciting things. Correct. Excitement all around. I wish you could guess what brand is it. Who watches much I love? Do, do, do. <laughs> yeah, super excited. Yeah. Um, how, how's the week? How have you been? I've been good. Um, it's been quite hectic. Um, yeah. Like we know, month end, people are getting paid. At least things are a bit better. Yeah. Um, business-wise has picked up. It's, yeah. It's, Fully booked, so yeah, it's it's good. Um, the o- the orchestra is headed somewhere. Yes, up there. it's 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 going. It's on the sea. It's on the water. So yeah. and yeah, we we've, we've done a couple of our cruises. Fantastic. So it's it's been great. My sister actually on s- Sunday sends me a text and say. Let's go on a cruise this year. Oh I mean, come on now. Come on now. I I'm mean, like, you know, she was like, let's go in March, April. I'm like, not this side, not the first half of the year. There's just too many things to take care of. First, you need to stabilize. It's stab- a weekend. It's a weekend. No, but you need to stabilize the boat first. Oh. <laughs> Firstly, you yeah. do not prefer. Yeah. Like, there's never a good time to take. Like, I promise you. Watch him second half of the yes. year. He's gonna be like, yo, yo, man. Like yeah. stuff was picked up. So like, let's look at another. Because like, he was working hard well, you know for I mean? the second half. No. Yeah. No, no. This year I'm going to rest proper. But, okay, but you're going to work hard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and man. otherwise yourself, I mean, besides like you say, the Coolie China interview that people need to check out. Um, the interview on, was it SABC? Yeah, SABC yeah. Channel 404. SME on point. Yeah. Like just giving some tips to. Entrepreneurs. About. And, uh, small businesses. Yeah, business. And. Yeah. I, I just saw the title. About marketing. Oh, of that's course, what's up. Sorry. Of course. Yeah. How you build a reputable brand. Ooh. You know, so yeah, that's what uh, I was up to. I had a pitch. Like, it was just crazy today. You know, it's just crazy days. But. Um, it sounds yeah. like it was a good day though. Exactly, and obviously yeah. we pray for moments like these. You yeah. know, sometimes doors just open. Right, super proud, man. Otherwise, we have brands of the week. Yeah, you know it's been interesting what you saw on the Twitter streets and mm-hmm. what it's been talked about, um, you know, on the news and stuff. But um, Pumi, do you drive a Polo by any chance? Yo, you know what? Like, for once, it's not BMW drivers. Like, I'll take it. But it, BMW is number two. No, no, no. It's, it's Toyota no. Fortuna, um, Toyota um, Hilux, and uh, Toyota Quantum. Quantum. Yeah. Then 
but BMW is, is right there. up there. Yeah, it's we know. Right there. We no, know. No, no, no. Oh, they bought. They bought maybe. My banga be papezun. look their money. No, but shame. Like I really do feel for like Polo drivers and the VW brand. I think you know it's a strong brand, yeah. but I think. <laughs> Over the years, just VW Polo has just been associated with so many just like <laughs> funny and odd things. things. <laughs> but also, if you think about it, without being controversial, um, yeah, the demographic also that buys the Polo, you know, it's a bit, yeah. So I was gonna say that I actually wanted to buy a Polo for it's my young first people. car. Yeah, you know, we know what happens when you're young. What young people do. Yeah. Young people do what things that young people do. We drive the car. You drive the car. <laughs> you drive it at night. Yeah. You drive it when you from a party after having yeah. a couple of you know. And I mean, look, this thing. I mean, uh, the report by Road Traffic Management Corporation um, revealed that fatal crashes. Mm. This, this is not just you know These reckless dri- uh, driving. Yeah. Whereby you know. embankment. Exactly. No, no, no. Yeah. Like you know. Fatal um, crashes in SA, and really, Polo took that one home. And also, I think there's a point sometime last year, they sold most cars than any other brand. Mm. So, Polos are selling like hotcakes. Hot cakes, yeah. So, here's the thing you look at that report and you look at the NASA's, is it NAMSA? NAMSA, yeah. NAMSA, NAMSA. Okay. So, is there a correlation between that there are a lot of Polos on the road compared to any other car? So that the more chances of having them in accidents in any other car. Fair. So, Fair. So point. I, I think that you know the indictment that's made about polo drivers and VW polos is, of course, maybe I mean, a little skewed towards whatever kind of side you want to. Guys, I'm looking at it. Can I on. personally just? Yeah, I can't wait for our conversation because I'm just listening to this brew, bro. Yeah, like, and I'm listening to this analysis, and I'm like, no, it's, it's gonna go- be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be absolutely amazing. You see, that's what yeah. I love about Kosovo brothers. <laughs> <laughs> They have that thing. Oh, yeah, they have that thing. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it does say that the Volkswagen um, came out on top with a contribution of 16.7% of all fatal crashes, sure. confirming what many South Africans have long suspected. But I think we're still going to buy Polos. Um, I they, mean, it's a cute, I mean, uh, the good looking cars. Yeah. There's so much you can do with a Polo. Yeah. You, can put it, you can put on like 25 inch rims and it yeah. still look good. You can drop it to the ground yeah. and it still it look good. It, yeah. You know, um, yeah. I think it's a car for the streets. Yeah. You know, the Polo is what the golf used to be. Correct. You know, yeah. and even if when you go to like some townships, there's a mm. culture around golf. Correct. Like the old school golf, the MK1. Yeah. You know, and now, yeah, the polo is doing the things also, yeah. taking people to heaven. <laughs> but it's a community because I remember yeah. in North, um, on Lanseria, there was these golfs. Um, there were many of them, but yeah. they were on, I don't know where, but they were all going, you know, and it's I think Mini Cooper culture. has yeah. um, that similar culture. It's like the BMW Brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the brothers. <laughs> you, now that you've mentioned it, wasn't me, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Interesting. But um, yeah, man, I think also people need to be careful out there, you know? Yeah. Arrive alive. Arrive alive. Arrive alive. Don't drink and drive. Mm. So we have our second one, which is Don. It's called Don Your Doom, actually. You? There's a group called Don Your Doom on Facebook. Really? So yeah, Clicks and Discam saw a spike in the blue Don lotion. Sales thanks yeah. to influencer Kayams. 
Um, various clicks and discam stores in South Africa saw a rise in sales of Don's Vitamin E Argan Oil Body Lotion in January after influencer KOMS tweeted about it. Wow. So it says clicks um, sold out in 500 stores while Discam also noticed an, in, a significant increase in sales. Yeah. So does influencer marketing work? You being the influencer expert. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what are your thoughts around this whole KM situation? Because I think it was trending on Twitter and obviously like any other topic, there's two sides yeah, to, it. to it. And for, from an influencer marketing expert. Yeah. What I think... Ideally, um, any campaign that does start, you want to be able to have ROI. I know yeah. PR, PR is a bit sketchy because you don't know whether you actually met some sales conversion or what. It's over time. Of right? course. But influencer marketing also can be grouped into something like that, that it's over time where um, yeah. you would see conversion. But I think, for example, this is a ubiquitous item. So yeah, because, I mean, look, if you think about it also, can we say it's influencer marketing because... Clicks has distanced itself from KM's being an influencer for them. Apparently, yeah, there's no relationship. Dawn also says so. To say so, I don't know. So, so I think influencer. If we look at the word, it's influential. So, if mm-hmm. you're going to influence people to do something, if you have spoken about something with intent for it to to share the good of the brand, what it's done for you, ideally, yeah. people would want to actually. Um, also find themselves purchasing a brand and actually, you know, um, tag to say, you know, get influenced by. I know I wrote a little snippet or response on LinkedIn, was it last year, to say that I think we'll start seeing influencers, almost the hashtag influenced, um, uh, you know, uh, hashtag hopefully, you know, over the years where yeah. people will actually see that I've been influenced by. I've also seen a couple of influencers who actually say, guys, if you actually do purchase this, mm. please just say, you know, influenced by. So, so. I need to jump in there because I have a very different stance to the whole influence and influencer marketing, mm-hmm. yeah. especially in the South African context. Yeah. So, like, you go out and you do these campaigns with these influencers. What do you actually want them? What is the ROI that you get from them? Because I find that a lot of brands go out and say, we're going to run an influencer campaign. But at the end of the day, if you go and look at it and say, what's the conversion? Did they buy? You know, did people interact? Oh. Your people are interacting, but do people go and buy your product? The answer is the flat out no. But did people converse and kind of have conversation and was your product visible in terms of the conversation? Then yes. So are they influencers or are they conversation starters? I, I, I can agree. But for example, if I'm going to ha- be a car influencer, I can't necessarily expect somebody to have seen me in a Bima with the boys club and then expect people to purchase. In that instance, yes, I'm a conversation starter. I think also, and and I always say, there's different categories. There's different brands. So understand, for example, I can go buy bread tomorrow. If we're talking about Albani today, I can go buy there tomorrow. But however, even in that conversation, maybe how it's brought about, then I'll decide, okay, actually, maybe let me change from Sasko to Albani. I did see it because subconsciously I did see the content, right? So, but is it talking to me also? So there's many factors and pockets to influencer marketing, but I think we almost blanket everything is that an influencer must talk about it and there's an expectation that there'll be an ROI in Mm. terms of sales conversion. And that's why I'm saying, you know, influencer marketing is a bit misunderstood at times. And also, why don't we pocket it as a long-term thing? And that's Mm. why the partnerships, not necessarily, it shouldn't be short-lived, 
You know, it's not a now thing. Like you say, it's a conversation starter. It's building that love of the brand. I'm talking about it consistently so. Mm. By the time I convert, I've spoken about this brand for you and it's instilled in you. Sure. So I think that's where sometimes we kind of do the hit and runs. We do a campaign with 150 people uh, mm. just to get it out there. And if that the ROI is about awareness, sure, yeah. you've made that. You know, but if you're talking about sales conversion, it's it's a massage relationship over Absolutely. time. You know, so, and that's where we fall short. Is that yeah. we we recycle influences Correct. so much that yes. Pat today is talking about yeah. Apple. Correct. Tomorrow Nokia pays Pat, and <laughs> yes. Pat is talking about <laughs> Nokia. Exactly. Yeah. And like we've we've kind of termed the phrase that influencers are the new um, promo people. Oh, they are. I think technically, yeah. I mean, that's, there's that's, there's because like. Influence, you might as well go to a club and pay people exactly. to say, okay, you yeah. want to be my Bacardi person and I didn't want to drop names. But, uh, but yeah, like, you did. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm like, that's what they are. Yeah. Like, yeah. And for me, like you said, it's got to be long term. If if my brand wants to bring someone on board as an influencer, it's yeah. not a two month campaign. Correct. Because you, you do nothing for me. Because mm. two months you're here, then you're talking about my competitor. Because you yeah. decided to, like, oh man, yeah. I'm going to pay Actually, you in more. foreign currency. Yeah. 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 And, and, and it, it, yeah, it's a. And and I think influencer marketing, like I say, I still believe it will always be there because yeah. there's been platforms that allowed for it to, ha- because we've always had influencers. Like you said, we've had promoters, we've had celebrities. So we've mm. always had that. Yeah. Now it's just that the environment is a lot different. It's a lot bigger. Um, so it affords then people, and it, I think it will be us as marketers who kind of make the decision to decide how this industry will be run within influencer marketing. I think Pat's an influencer. It, correct. But within, How so, really? No, but within, when I have an influence for any but brand that's the in a problem. long time. Influencer is assumed to have millions of people following you. But if you can be influential in what you talk about and consistently so. I think I am influential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you're, and that's why I think I, I, I always looked at influencer as, are you influential? Um, and in different categories. Because yeah. I think then now it's become quite fame orientated um and that's why it goes back to you know i need to get the biggest um follower yeah. you know and following, that's why yeah. you're, you're a person with the biggest following so yeah. that my brand can be up there engagement. exactly so you can chat about it but also if you think about it i i think now influencers have now become like they're just media channels yes and and you know it's, it's not really a, like there's one particular influencer um that i, I think we, we both know that Every brand, I mean, every post on her Instagram, she's holding a brand, she's promoting yeah. a brand. Yeah. And now, for me, I don't feel like... It's that's genuine. The, that, that, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about well, being genuine and whatnot. Mm. But, yeah, I, I mean, we can also t- uh, talk about it, how genuine that is. But I think that person has now positioned themselves as... A media channel mm. like it's like for example this podcast if you want to say we want x amount of people to know about this podcast we just also say we pay you talk about this podcast tell the people how amazing you are mm. but that does not mean necessarily that she's a fan of this platform she's a fan like she, today it, it's batteries tomorrow it's <laughs> skin care <laughs> The other day, it's a tech product. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. And I think the... It's like a magazine. She's taking... Exactly. Mm. She's the next page in a magazine. Sure. So here's the thing. The most influential people are, in my eyes, probably mommy bloggers. Like, mommy bloggers are the most influential people you can ever find. Yeah. Sure. You have a newborn baby. You want to find out what's the best nappy? Where do you go? Yeah. 
you go to that, mo- there's like mommy blocks. Like those guys will sell you it. Like you don't need it. <laughs> but you need it. Mo- mo- I wonder <laughs> how you know about mommy so, blogging, so, being influential. So, so yeah. I, I've got two kids, okay? Yeah. And, and okay. I recently had a daughter. My daughter turned one on the 11th of January. Yeah. Like, best believe. Happy belated birthday to her. <laughs> yeah. like, What's her name? Emile. Emile, happy belated mm. birthday. Like, best believe. We know we're doing the right thing, yeah. but let's just go check what so and so is saying. <laughs> then you get there, like, yeah. then you're like, oh man, I'm doing the right yeah. thing. Like, I use this snappy. But those are few, I think. But but they're genuine. And you yeah. know why it works? Because they speak about the same thing all the time. You like, you watch them from the child that was an infant yeah. to now, like the child and their teenagers. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they have another baby. And yeah. then they. But, You'll never see them talking about cars. Like you'll yeah. never see No, them. even though they talk about cars, but, but it's in the context of, of their child. Safety for the baby. And, you know, yeah. and that's the kind of people that drive influence. You can see the correlation between the conversation they have in yeah. and sales. Like Huggies probably say, Oh man, you guys must go into this site. <laughs> and I won't mention the site's name. Because <laughs> yeah. this lady vouches for Huggies. And that's what I'm sure. saying, is that but it's 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 consistent. But also, another thing maybe the reason why mommy bloggers are so influential is that I mean, they are. I mean, we all know that mothers want what's best for their kids, mm. you know. And I think, like you say, it's like even beauty, you know. Someone was talking about uh, yesterday. Actually, I was listening to an interview on, on radio. Um, this lady wrote a book about you know taking care of black skin, skin. Mm. you know, because there's not there's not much literature around how to take care of you know black skin. But most people, obviously, she she made a reference that when they want to know about you know what products to use and whatnot, they go on Instagram. Mm. They don't go to a dermatologist, someone mm. who's qualified, you know, uh, who will give you like solid advice. But that talks to the influence, you know, because even this Dawn thing, the reason why it went viral, because there's a lot of women that have stretch marks and whatnot and want to get rid of them. And here's someone saying, hey, I found the solution. And hence everyone flocked to buy uh, bottles of Dawn. And and I think I can just maybe to close it up, um, yeah. there's actually a group where it's a Dawn Your Doom, which was, it's about 8K people who followed and it was sure. a conversation that people had before K Arms actually came through. Interesting. So it almost kind of then does show the influence part because yeah. this group was always there all along, mm. but it didn't have that elevation, you know, so it could not be escalated, sure. you know, mass market where people are actually purchasing. Yeah. So, so I, you know, it, it I think there is a, there is um, value Absolutely. But I think it, it needs to be thought out yeah. um, and, and not as, you know, for every campaign, we think that an influencer will, will actually run a campaign. Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Speaking about clicks, I just want to ask you a question. Boom. Guess how much clicks made from vaccines in the last five months? I heard the figure almost fell off my chair. Sure. 200 billion? I'm talking about big bucks, yo. <laughs> It's over 160 million. No. It's actually 685 million rands. Sure. In the past five months. Yeah, I heard that. Sure. It's like coined it. Crazy. I mean, they had to keep quiet and do something at least because we made this And deviate the attention. So they were like, let's make money, Buffett. <laughs> sure. <laughs> let's focus. Nice, that's a nice deviation. Yeah, let's focus here. I've also deviated and make money. <laughs> Cool stuff. Um, Bumi- and lastly, <laughs> yeah? uh, we have our Chicken Licken Hits the Spot with a new ad featuring Urasta. Uh-huh. Um, the video is set at a police station where a senior police officer imagines hiring Lebanese Sirenji, yeah. a.k.a. Rasta, as their new sketch artist. <laughs> Rasta is known for his 
he's different. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it the way it's put here, but different portraits of well-known yeah. figures which don't always resemble the subject of the artwork. <laughs> the ad humorously plays yeah. into the perception of the artist. Hey, Joe Public is on fire. I can't wait. So Joe Public pushes boundaries. Like yeah. you've got to yeah. give it to them. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. I, and I think maybe their client allows them to like kind of live of course. on the edge of creativity. Yeah. yeah. Because I think for a while now, maybe the past three, four years, they've really like they have. put out some really creative work. Mm. And I mean, they were scooping awards. They're like yeah. the best agency and I in think the continent. They've, and I think what they did for NetBank about two years ago, yeah, they did that, uh, that Money series. Secrets. Mm. That Money Secrets. Like, that was probably that one of movie. the best. Like, it was like, beautiful. No one thought of it. It was beautiful. And, and was actually so well executed that yeah. you actually like, you got to see yourself as one of those people. Like, yeah. Look, look at this. me. Giving my competitor a shout out. Okay, I mean my competitor. <laughs> <laughs> the other shout. But look, they, they, I mean, we, we can't help but you can't ignore them. You can't. We, whether you, you deem them as a competitor or whatever, we can't just ignore the work that yeah, comes out of Joe Public. And shout out to Pepe and the team, you know. I think having read his, his book and knowing his story and having met the, the man, his mind is in the right place. And I think also that shows with the work that comes out of the agency. I also think he's got a great team. I mean, I mean, like Colisa is, is, is... Actually, you, you look like him. Not a bit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, and both of you... Ninalanto, man. Ninalanto. I like that thing. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I mean, our listeners may be wondering, who's this voice? Yes, we have peace. Yeah, it's a sports show. We are contributing. Yeah, we are contributing. Yes, we are contributing. This is our special guest, um... My brother, please introduce yourself. Oh, man. Talk about being put on the spot. Um, yeah, so, I'm so true. Currently PR, sponsorship, and brand engagement manager at DSTV. Great stuff, man. Welcome to the podcast. Like I did mention earlier, since 2019, I was like, Patron Brands Dialogues, Legion.com, you know. And he was like, who's this Pat? This guy. <laughs> what is this guy? <laughs> but yeah, we, 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 we're going to be chatting today um, around PR and, and PR for small businesses. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's really, it's largely overlooked. Absolutely. Many at times. Um, and we want to em- engage in that. Um, yeah. When is it the right time? Is it right for small businesses? Absolutely. How do we get to... ETV, SABC, how do we get there? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think more than anything, the reason why also uh, I reached out to him, you know, he's worked at smaller agencies. Yeah. He's worked with smaller clients. Before now, he's the, he became this big fish, <laughs> you know, that's on TV every yeah. second day. Oh, wow. And flying first class any other day, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's a lot I'd love to learn <laughs> yeah, yeah man it's, it's because he's journeyed over the years an experienced man very articulate so tell us man this PR thing if you could just break it down for for someone who doesn't know what PR is all about let's start there yeah I think PR is often misunderstood um, there's a you know people look at PR and there's this Olivia Pope that pops into their head or <laughs> No, I'm serious. Like, yeah. you go and speak to people that want to get into PR, and the first thing they tell you is, like, Olivia Pope, or, yeah. man, I want to go to events and do, you know, I want to be on the guest list of events. And it's actually not that. But those, the, I mean, that's your life, isn't it? <laughs> that's what we're oh, sold. <laughs> man, I, I, I spent 15 years in this industry, and this year, this year is probably the first year I've actually gone to, like, a lot of events. Wow. Or, you know what I mean? And Mind sure. you guys, the 28th of January. 
And this person has got many events. Yeah, just saying. And it's, and it's interesting because, yeah. you know, what a lot of people don't get is that PR is actually just storytelling. Mm. Sure. Um, yeah. You, you, as a brand or as a business, you have a story to tell. And like, if you look at SMEs, you know, as an individual to start a business, there's a mm. story that there's, mm. there's knowledge behind why you started that business. There's knowledge behind why you went into that sector. There's something you saw there yeah. that other people couldn't see. So PR is telling that story about what is it that's in that market that other people couldn't see mm. that makes you want to kind of get in that business. And sure. that's the essence of PR. Like you tell your story. Sure. Wow. So on this burning question, we really want to understand how do small businesses leverage PR? I mean, you've, you've just said that there's a story. And I think uh, when we're working on PR, it would always be like, what's the angle? You know, <laughs> what, what is the angle that you're coming uh, from? But, but as yeah. a small, you know, person who has ambitions to be a tycoon, I suppose, you know, how can, how can, how can businesses as small as that gain access to PR opportunities? Yeah, I think there's, there's a certain level of, and I hate using this term because it's in like an industry term, listening, it's understanding what's happening in your surroundings. So like, I'm going to take Pat, for example. Mm. So Pat's in the marketing space. So how did he get into it? He found a gap. He saw that, you know, people need, there's a need for like small consulting on like certain mark, certain aspects of marketing. Yeah. So you go into that and you, you kind of start doing small things, like you write opinion pieces. Mm. Yeah. You put yourself out there. like, And it's the hardest thing for people to do, especially people who start small businesses because mm. you don't want to be contrived and people think, geez, this guy's pretty pompous. He mm. just started. But the reality of the matter is you're a specialist at what you do. Absolutely. You, you understand it. That's why you're in business. So you, you have to have an opinion about what's happening in the line of business that you're in. Mm. And it starts as small as something as putting out an opinion piece about if you have a difference of opinion about what happens in your industry, something that small, mm. yeah. you'd, you'd be surprised how many people pick up on opinion piece and be like, geez, we never saw that or we never thought of that. Mm. And when people, like I said earlier, it's like when people think of PR, they're already thinking like big ticket campaigns and it's yeah. really it's really small things mm. that you as a person can do. Like as a business owner, mm. write an article, you read the Sunday Times or you see something or you hear something that you really differ to and you put up that opinion. Mm. Um, I was telling Pat earlier about how I got my first job in PR. I just moved up to Joburg from Cape Town and I decided to go have a drink with a friend of mine and on the table next to me was two guys that were talking about something and obviously, you know, you kind of, like, geez, they turn around. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I turned around to the guy and was like, I actually don't agree with how you guys are looking at it. This is what should have happened. I put out my story to him. Only to find out the guy was the MD of Text 100. Sure. Sure. Man, this was on like a Saturday. Um, as people do in Joburg, oh, let's exchange numbers. Let's <laughs> have a coffee. You, you know, <laughs> why are you like acting like it's a Joburg thing? It's a Joburg thing. Gave the guy my number. True to form. Tuesday morning, gave me a call. Said, come to our office, let's have a chat. And and I think for me, it was one of those things like, you know, so kind of a listening thing to like this is what they're talking about but actually it's different and mm. that's and that's where small business needs to be like as a small business owner is if you operate in a space you shouldn't be afraid to go against the grain mm. um and when you do go against the grain you need to also be able to express yourself and you know and not a lot of people are writers and i know you said you can't do an opinion piece but not a lot of people are writers but you can put that down somewhere you put it on linkedin mm. you know like 
LinkedIn's a platform, like you voice your opinion, you you do it yeah, on Twitter. Absolutely. Like your business Twitter can kind of start arguing or, or going against the grain of where people are. And, you know, that's why I say it's small things that really take over, that start positioning your brand absolutely. in your space that people don't think about. It's not a billboard. It's not a yeah. radio campaign. It's like small things like that that people really need to start looking at and how you position your business. Interestingly, that's how Pattern Brand started. I started writing articles and giving my opinion. And some people asked, like, some people even said, I don't have credibility. <laughs> even though I had a master's. But mm. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it anyway. Mm. You know, but um, I think he's, he's right. That's how I started Pattern Brands. And, and yeah. Look at you almost six years later, man. Hey, man. Mm? Hey, Going for a long service kill. <laughs> <laughs> long term award. Long term award. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know if Pat wants to ask or I can go. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. So, you know, you've you mentioned that. Um, you know, small businesses start with those opinions and also mentioned that going against the grade. So how is it? And, and it's a conversation I think I was having with, with Pat to say that, you know, this is an, an awareness, you know. So your business could have, and if it's a service or if it's goods, there are loopholes here and there. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'm already thinking, yo, a nail has come off the, the finger. Who am I to be like now? Let's do press releases. Let's, you know, go big or go home, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, but when when is it the right time, you know, to communicate or to 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 drive a PR strategy for a small business? I think is there a right time? There's <laughs> it's always the right time. The right times when you start your business, when yeah. you put together your business plan about what you want to do. Mm. Yeah, I, I think one of the first things you need to do when you when you say you want to go into business is how do I tell the story of my business, mm. or how do I put out my services? That already sure. right there is building on a PR strategy, whether you know it or not. Sure, absolutely. Because now, because you're like, okay, I've got I, I have X that I do as a business. Yeah, but I want people to know about it. Um, so how do I do it in, in the easiest and most effective and cheapest way for me that's not advertising? And, yeah. you know, Facebook pages, LinkedIn yeah. conversations, yeah. getting into LinkedIn communities. Mm. Yeah. It's, one of the, it's one of the things that people actually take for granted, like LinkedIn communities yeah. and groups. Because mm. the conversations that happen there, like you are talking to people that are probably in the same sector yeah. who will start questioning about, okay, cool, this is where you are. And really those things. So when you lay down your plan to say, okay, in the next two years, I'm going to start a business. Okay, this is what I need. And this is what people always forget is, how do I put myself out there? Uh-huh. You, you you put together the greatest business plan and you'll go pitch it. And the first question I'd ever ask you, if I was, if I was someone Investor, like, yeah. I'm like, so how are you going to put yourself out there? Mm. And mm. then you, like, you sit there and you're dumbfounded and because you've worked out, you've worked out yeah. everything yeah. except that- probably the biggest thing. You Absolutely. could have the greatest selling points, but if you don't know how to put yourself out there, you've already lost half the battle. Sure. Sure. So you could have a really bad thing, but it's just if you're telling yeah, the story Yeah, I mean, well. a lot of people have really bad things, <laughs> but they're just able to sell them. But I'm imagining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's interesting. I mean, look, uh, I, I think we, as entrepreneurs, uh, many a times we live in our own sort of mm. bubble. And mm. I think it's one thing that I always talk about in terms of building brand. You know, you need to... Invest in your brand. And more than anything, people don't want to invest time and resources mm. in brand building. Yeah. You know, in, in many cases, you want to perfect the polish, yeah. how you put on the linala. But ultimately, what's mm. going to be a game changer is the brand. Is the brand and how well known it is. Because we, we've seen in many cases that people that 
have great products, mm. but because they're not putting themselves out there or they don't know how to, they're not winning. But that's the thing. Like, it's time, guys. It's not even a money thing. It's mm. really time. Because uh-huh. to put yourself out there, when you're starting, you don't have money. So all you have to give your business is time. time. Absolutely. So you got to take the time to be like, okay, what do I need to do? Hey, man. Like, and, and like I always say, sometimes it's a random brow conversation with a friend mm. that will trigger that conversation. Like, actually, this is what I look at. Mm. But we spend so much time, we focus on like how to, you know, what does it look like? What does the end product look like? But, mm. oh, man, like yeah. the design of my logo doesn't look that great. People change logos all the time. Mm. Well, logos Absolutely. evolve. Mm. Yeah. But mm. you first got to be able to put yourself out there and tell the story of... Absolutely. Even, like, tell the story of the logo. How do you get the logo? What does it mean for you? Like, what does it yeah. do for you? Mm. Like, and, like, it's really small things like that. And then you start to, like, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, now, man, like, you know, I've, I've signed my big client, signed my first fish. Okay, yeah. let me look at how I rebrand. Like, sure. You can look at all those things down the line mm. when you have the money. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to double tap on the story uh, storytelling part of it. You know, um, a lot of particularly, you know, black entrepreneurs, um, there's always um, the story around, um, what do you call this? Sort of starting at the back room or starting at, at the shack <laughs> and starting from yeah, the village uh, to the boardroom. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I remember I once posted a picture, I was like, from the village to the boardroom. <laughs> And it was a nice picture. I was wearing a tie. And one of my mentors was like, that story is overtold. <laughs> <laughs> but it's my truth. Mm. But anyways. So it's your truth. But yeah. is it the brand's truth? Is it your business truth? Okay. Mm. And it's it's a great story for you personally. Uh-huh. That's your personal journey of where you came from to get to where you are. But your business brand didn't start there. Uh-huh. So when you're telling the story, you've got to tell the story of your business. Mm. And so that story is, you know, found out that, you know, 45% of black businesses don't have the marketing support or don't understand how to build marketing. You saw that gap. You started looking at how you can fill that gap through SMEs to provide like marketing. That's the brand story you want to tell. Uh The story that you as Pat come from the rural areas or that me as Ntiga come from Ekamata, in Queenstown. You know, that's that's not the story that people want to understand the story of your brand. Mm. So when I say it's it's about storytelling, it's about telling the story of your brand to say, you know, in 2020, yeah. I, I saw this gap in the market and this is how I felt it should be tackled and hence I started my business. Sure. That's a different story too. And I, and I, so you guys can edit it. Yeah. I call it poverty porn because mm. people love doing this. Like they find a black guy that's highly successful and they want to go dig up where he grew up 25, 30 years ago. But I say it's the story. (laughs) Your story, Mm, but it's not your brand story. And it's not Mm. the story of your business. So why do you want to go dig up that I grew up walking to school with what you one day when they interview and they want to find out your story? Yeah. Great. You can tell it from rooftops. But when you're trying to tell the story of your brand, you've got it. But also sometimes with through stories we inspire. And I guess that's where it comes from to say, I mean, if someone grew up in Kamata. You know, walking 10 kilometers to school every day and never gave up, worked on the farms on weekends so that you can be able to get something to eat. And then, and it, it's a reality. And, and, and sometimes, obviously, when we see the big fishes today now in their Porsches and in their mansions, we tend to think, aha, I mean, they've, they've always had it that way. Mm. It's the big fish 
firstly so that they don't judge us accordingly but anyway yeah <laughs> but no that is true um i i think you 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 did nail it in in saying that that it is a story and it it can be said but said in which confines yeah. confinements yeah yes yeah. so no one will ever tell you about the story of Coca-Cola, where the guy who founded Coca-Cola comes from. But mm. 90% of people know the Coca-Cola story, like of brand yeah. Coca-Cola. Sure. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's what it is. That's why I say sometimes as the business owner, you, you kind of st- got to take a step back mm. and say, I'm building the story of my brand. And what does that look like outside of me as Ntsiga or you as Pat? Mm. Like, how, what does it look like? Sure. What you're saying is very, this is a teaching moment yeah. for me, you know, because yeah. uh, often I think it's, it's, the lines are blurred. Yeah. You know, the lines are very blurred. It's, it's a, there's a gray area, you know, between your personal story and your business story, you know, and how do you separate the two becomes very challenging. But then again, if you look at entrepreneurs like, um, I'd say Richard Branson, you know, who, the vision story and his story somehow there's a gray area there you know but both brands are strong richard branson can tell you his story and can tell you a virgin story clearly and and the the run parallel lines don't never meet like the, the, the starting point is him yeah but he knows when it branches off to be a virgin story mm. and when it's about richard branson himself yeah, but and the virgin story paid someone to tell it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but look, and it's it's a reality. And, yeah, and, and I don't think it's just small businesses that kind of you know make that mistake. It's you see it with people that start holding senior offices in 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 well known businesses. Yeah, and they go do like an interview piece, and you kind of see the person deviating to st- starting to tell the story about themselves. Yeah, and and not going to you know the business and why you're sure. there and what it is that's trying to do and you know I guess that's why you have a job to get to, to, <laughs> to make to, sure to coach them you yeah. know to say don't deviate too much. It's not about from, you. It's not about you, you know. But I think also it's only natural, I guess, mm. that um, as a people we, we we like talking about ourselves. We like, um, yeah, that's why. Yeah. I think if I start a successful business, like for me, I'm talking because it's yeah. it's a practical thing and it's, you know, I'm sitting as a professional who's done it. Yeah. But I think, you know, if I started a business and it was flourishing and someone would come and sit and interview me, yeah. I'd be like, bro, listen, I want to tell you a story. <laughs> Back it up now. Hold up. Yeah. Let me give it to you. But like, yeah. no, in all seriousness, it, it does become hard because as a as a small business owner, as an entrepreneur, this is your passion. It's your baby. You've mm. birthed it. You've grown it. Mm. And, you know, at some point, yeah. it, 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 it's hard to separate the two because yeah. it's, it's you. Sure. It's a large part of who you are. And yeah. it does become hard to separate it. But now, so tell me, at, at corporate level, I mean, you work with a, you work for, for a very big um, corporate how does it operate at that level, you know? And also how maybe, obviously, I, I don't know if you, you answer this question in a very no um, transparent <laughs> manner, but how do you make your case as a PR pro- uh, uh, professional in a big corporate? Like say for today, we're cutting down jobs. Like we, 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 mm. we, uh, what's the, what's the word? Retrenching, mm. you know? 
would you have a case as a PR manager that your job shouldn't be taken away? Depends. Mm. What is the company value? I think, you know. And But then I, again, someone has to tell the story that we're retrenching <laughs> and that's your job. <laughs> so, so you're going to be there. <laughs> so I think there are various levels to, to even PR itself. Yes. Yeah. There's a crisis management. Uh-huh. There's reputation management. Uh-huh. You know, so there's like levels. There's just the general storytelling or yeah. putting out press releases and telling stories about what you're doing as a business. Yeah. So there, there are various levels to 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 the PR space as well, and then sure. a little bit of eventing that falls in there as well. Yeah. So and free tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you giving me free tickets? Yeah. To something? <laughs> so yeah. when you when you talk about things like you know retrenchment, you know, there's already a strategy, a crisis strategy around. Okay. When this happens, what are the steps? So, mm-hmm. You know, you've got to manage crisis. One of the biggest things you do in PR that people don't know yeah. is actually one of the, the, the one of the fundamentals and the core of your job is actually reputation management. Uh-huh. Is managing the reputation of what. And often that's 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 never talked about actually because we think PR is media relations. Mm. It's you you look after the reputation of the company that you work at, mm. you know, and that's the biggest core. And like you said. A lot of people just think it's media relations and sending out press releases and yeah. answering a question here or there, but it's really making sure that you, the brand, mm. the reputation, that people know what the brand is about, and yeah. if, if Pat is holding a gun in our office, you know, we try and make sure that the media don't get ahead to of know. that story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. And we, when you talk about things like retrenching, you know, you got to find a way to tell the story around be the business. You know, it's a sensitive time, especially sure. when it involves other people. You yeah. know, then there's crisis management where... Yeah. Now it's out. Hey, it's shooting. <laughs> yeah. It's all over. Yeah. It's shooting. <laughs> yeah. Right and center is sleeping and tring, tring. Mm. Like, oh, man. Yeah. 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 Hey, sure. like a, can we just get a comment about uh, the building that's on fire? Like, bro, it's two in the morning. It's like, yeah, but the building <laughs> is burning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something to get sure. afraid. And now you have to manage a crisis where... You know, there's a disgruntled employee that's told us this, this, mm. this. And, and sure. you know, and those are the sides to PR people never talk about because uh-huh. everyone sees the fun side of it. I guess you'll never get retrenched. Yeah, now yeah. we know. Yeah. Now we know. <laughs> Somebody needs to take the stress. Uh, you know? <laughs> you know? Interesting. Yeah. Um, another question, I think it's also a burning question. Is there such thing as bad PR? Because often, obviously, we see people saying controversial things or doing controversial stuff. And also some entrepreneurs just making statements that are somehow you know, a bit reckless, but because the talkability around that, is there such the uh, is there such a thing called bad PR? I believe there is. Um, talkability is one thing, but what are they saying about you? Mm. Yeah, they say no. Look, obviously, so I'll give you a perfect example. I want to give you a perfect example. Yeah. We love examples here. Um, <laughs> and it's not, a, it's not a South African context, but yeah. I think these guys are kind of at the epitome. Donald Trump uh-huh. is bad PR. But if he became president. But what she said when he was president hurt the Trump brand. Like, mm. people want to kick him out of Mar-a-Lago. People are not buying into Trump investment. He's not allowed to build in certain countries. Sure. All because that, that is bad. Like, You can't just say things and just say, I'm done with oh, So I guess bad PR is not sustainable. It, it works worked. for a certain period. So, so, so at, at some point it did work for him. Yeah, man, he could yeah. say whatever he wanted. Absolutely. Also, and Americans have their own way of thinking. Yes. Yeah. 
you know, it was a, guys, we've got no one else. I'm here. I'm saying all the right <laughs> things at the right time. This so, is what I mean, hear. hey, what's up, y'all? Yeah. And also, like, Trump came into America when no one else was brave enough to say what he said. Mm. Sure. So he could just say it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've said it. Mm. Now what? Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe let's get some PR. Yeah. So, what are you... <laughs> this guy... <laughs> Might um, as well. I might as well, you know, yeah. ask you, you know. Yeah. Um. So, so, so. I mean, obviously, bringing it home. Obviously, I mean, there's been one particular podcast that has been spoken about a lot. <laughs> Even have to fix the earphones. You, you know, yeah. and I've already made up my mind about it. But also, like, where things are being said for the sake of, you know. Gaining talkability, you know, um, <laughs> the guy is laughing. So I just want to find out from you, man, like you say, bad PR, good PR, and the likes. And also looking at the South African audience. And is it, look at Ntika, he's thinking long Cancel culture is big in South Africa. And I wanted to go, I actually, before you even said cancel culture, I was yeah. going back to Trump. It was... I think but it, was he cancelled? Uh, no, no, no. I, I wanted to make reference to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was it was an add-on, you know, to to that statement. Is that South Africa has a and I think yeah. Let me rather put it in South African context. We have yeah. a cancel culture, but I also think we do have a a, a amnesia. You know, uh-huh. very quick. Yeah, we are very quick because also there's so much that's yeah. happening. You know, the amount of. <laughs> Things that happened yeah. this year alone. Yeah. <laughs> you so know, we, we, we already forgot about what happened in December. Correct. So we have like that one calendar that shows us activity that's yeah. happened every month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's so many things that happen, but we, we fight it two minutes, two minutes. We are, you know, at no more. But then yeah. we realize maybe going back to clicks, Monopoly. Where else are we going to go? Does Cam, Monopoly, you know, yeah. where where else are we going to go? So the economy has not afforded us, one, the opportunity maybe, and, and we are contributors to the economy. So we are all very yeah. much responsible in terms of having, um, you know, a, a poly, uh, what is it called? Oligopoly, where we're uh-huh. able to to go to a discam and whatever cam and whatever cam, where we know that actually if we yeah. say that my voice counts, if I don't go and purchase at that store, it mm. will, you know, it will, it will shut down. So we 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 have a, a conversation online, but it mm. ends there. In terms of our actions, however, yeah. you know, we're still going to listen to Arkeli. We're still going to listen. To, we were cancelling <laughs> him not so long Ar- ago. Arkeli's Ar- song was the second most played song yeah. on, on Spotify. You know what I just, mean? Just so, so you know, globally. Uh, yeah. Sure. But yeah. we've cancelled him. Yeah, we've cancelled him, but we are still, second most he's played. still making money, <laughs> you know? Um. So so for me, I don't know. I I... Personally, and if, in my yeah. opinion, I, 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 I tend not to really be taken up about cancel culture. Yeah. Um, I think it's an individual choice um, in, yeah. in you making a decision personally. A conscious decision. A conscious decision, because if it's going to be a, a mob uh, mentality, it, it, it never works out. Absolutely. You know, you, it falls by the wayside because then there's a chop there. Mm. Who is still saying, no, but me, I want to, I, I still want to listen to the podcast. I yeah. still, you know, so... And me, it's happened, like, yeah. But also, that podcast is us, and the podcast is me. Yeah. Like, what the I hell? just saw something the other day. It's, <laughs> it's the second most watched or listened to podcast. It's not first, globally. actually. Is it, is it? It's like so, so, yeah. first Urban. or second. Yeah. yeah. Urban, Urban podcast yeah. globally. Yeah. So, 
But Clearly, also, yeah. so, and I think the thing about, and I think we as South Africans need to get into, I guess, that kind of thinking. And I'm not saying that the podcast is right or wrong yeah. in any way. Yeah. I'm saying that once our podcast culture matures, mm. we understand that podcast conversations are unscripted and they, they're raw. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. We are used to radio conversations mm. where you are censored in what mm. you can say and how it's you a reality say, TV show. You know basically, what I mean? Yeah. Like mm. podcast conversations are unscripted; they're raw, and but also, sometimes the way he says, and yeah. you know, we've got to look at the society we live in. Mm. We are we are not that kind of society that accepts that kind of language openly. Yeah. You might say that to your friends over a brine, over a beer, whatever it is. That's great. Yeah. But don't you dare, <laughs> like, publicly go speak like that. Like, it's just. It's uncouth, man. Yeah. Like, and I said, now I'm a male. Like, you don't just go say, like... Yeah. Also, we're not, like, we don't understand now. None of my trick. Of like, course. Oh, oh, man, what's your body count? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> like, like, come on. Exactly. Um. Also, what, what benefit does yeah. it bring anyone really knowing who smashed who, how many times, and where, and how? You know, so, yeah, it, it's, 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 um, yeah, it's really a shame, but what can you say? Last question from my side. Also, speaking in reference to to um, to what we're we're talking about right now, why is it that good news don't trend or don't? Because no one wants no one wants to buy good news. <laughs> why would I want to buy news about you winning fifty million rand? <laughs> I want to know about sure running down the road naked. <laughs> oh, f- famous businessman runs down the road the road naked. Yeah, oh, Pat wins fifty. Oh, Pat wins 50. Yeah. Like, that's not. A, no one's gonna buy that front mm, news. The front page sure. news. Mm. What do you think? Daily Sun is the biggest mm. newspaper in this country. Man, we want it. Swashui. <laughs> <laughs> Who's there? There I, was somebody who. I guess that's why that podcast up. is so popular. <laughs> mm. <laughs> because that's what it is. Um. So yeah, Mpumi, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. Uh, I know we. We're worth we have other activities. Yeah, I mean, Ziga, I think um, you can thank I don't know who that we won't be doing the quiz. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we have need time. To, we have to do it. Oh, okay. We have to do it. I'm working overtime. We have to. Okay, no, if we have time, then certainly. Let's do. Let's do what culture. Let, the, let, the, let, the, let the me what's up my next appointment. No. Oh man! <laughs> well, I hope the, and I hope the next appointment is like we can't do it. <laughs> no, it'll be five minutes. Oh, no, but um, yeah. So let's start with our brand quiz. So basically, we're going to ask you questions um, around um, what is this around different brands. Um, and yeah, let's test your brand knowledge. Yeah, it's your brand okay. knowledge. So you're going to guess. Um, you know what? What? What is the right answer? Yeah. I'm going to start with question number two. Um, What's wrong with number one? No, Pat will do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) How many brands are under the Tiger Brands stable? Is it 200, 144, or 154? 154. It's those glasses, no? He's the smart. You get a pat. You get a pat. Don't worry, we're gonna start having them confetti's <laughs> and stuff. Exhari, exhari. And question yeah. number two: In what year did Jaguar launch its first vehicle? Was it 1996, 1935, or C 1930? 1930. Are you sure about that? 100. Oh, wow, you are very sure. Hey. It's just some bummer. <laughs> 
A typical croissant man. Very confident. Uh, well, uh, it was very confident. Uh, uh, but no, it was wrong. Let's just laugh. 1935. I just said 35. You said 1930. Oh, jeez. Oh, five years, guys. Yeah. Come on. Give or take. Um, which car brand comes with comes to mind when you hear the slogan "Let's go places"? Is it BMW? Is it Mazda? Or is it Toyota? Mazda. What a shower! <laughs> yeah. Today you're just getting slapped. You're gonna get home and Elise is gonna ask <laughs> Emile. Sorry, Emile is gonna say, "Dad, I'm going <laughs> Master. No, it's Toyota. Let's go places. I mean, yeah. you must know when yeah. the Toyota is that car that you take anyway. Oh, yeah, me, I see eh? Toyota as GR. <laughs> That's the latest thing. <laughs> Question number four Who is the founder of Pepsi? Is it Caleb Bradham, Jack Ma, or Dr. John Pemberton? The first one. The first one. Yeah. You are quite correct. It's yeah. So, Caleb. So. Actually, isn't there a. No, it's, no, it's no, not. You it's can't now say no, you're right. right. No, 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 like, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. No, 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 no. I was trying to remember if Dr. John Pemberton, if there was a it's drink. Coca Cola. Dr. Pepper. Yes. Okay, no, there we go. The, no, but Pemberton is. It's the Coca Cola. Yeah, it's it, the final Coca Cola. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's just spicing up the good thing. Which country is Mitsubishi from? Japan. Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Thank Never you. Never mind. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> it's been great having you. <laughs> Thank you so much for making the time. Tika, you're a great spot. Yeah. We appreciate you in your busyness. You still found the time to come through and have a chat with us. And for that, yeah. just want to say I appreciate you, dog. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. This was a nice conversation. It was. It was. We, we really enjoyed it. If there's any common thing that comes out from our guests. Is that this is the place to be. No. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> <laughs> so and for our guests who will be listening to us um, and taking tips, please make sure to engage, have Absolutely. conversations with us. Um, and those small business owners. Yeah, you know, DM us. DM us. Tell us who you want to, to ask him all your odd questions. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, <laughs> your burning questions. Send, <laughs> send those burning questions and we'll find people to answer them. Yeah, like Nsika says, have a story and share it. Absolutely. So make sure to do so. And for those who are in the PR space, um, yeah, you are there. To, you're the you're the conscious of the of the business. Absolutely. I think. You're you're that you're supposed to be sober. We don't know because PR people, I don't know. Before you go, how do people get a hold of you if yep. you want to be get get gotten hold of? Yeah. So on Twitter, it's at Ntigamsutu. Um, guess my email is nmsutu at gmail dot com. Uh huh. I won't give my work. I don't know how long I'm gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> Great man. Um, yeah. Look, I'm always happy to have a conversation. I think Pat sees it on LinkedIn. I, yeah. Post quite a bit around, you know, not only the PR space but sponsorships as well. Lovely. It plays a role. So yeah. But Great it's also in Zikamsu today. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, so keep cool. having these conversations. With yeah. Us. Yeah. Thank so, you. so yeah, from from my side, Unompomelelo, I'm out. For me, Pat Masangi Tina Haila Lelisiomas Paramilalis. Chavas comes come Sanga. Goodbye, everybody. This podcast is brought to you by Lerato Agency and Lenala Beauty.